1: You're listening to Bloomberg Law with June Grasso and Michael Best in New York, and I am Greg Storr in Washington. When the Securities and Exchange Commission accuses someone of fraud, agency lawyers don't have to go before a federal district judge. The SEC instead gets to bring the case in-house through an administrative process under which the agency wins more than 90% of its cases. Critics say the SEC has an unfair advantage at those trials, where the rules are very different from those in federal court. Among them is Lynn Tilton, The Patriarch Partners founder and so-called diva of distress, who is facing SEC allegations, she misled investors about the value of risky pools of corporate loans. Her case, which could end her career and cost her $200 million, is now awaiting a ruling by an SEC administrative law judge. With us to talk about the SEC and its administrative complaint process is Robert Herskovitz, a lawyer at Herskovitz PLLC, who represents securities industry participants in enforcement actions. Rob, thanks for joining us. Can you just give us a quick example or two of how the rules in an SEC administrative proceeding differ from what they uh, might be in federal court?
2: Uh, sure, and thank you for having me today. Uh, there's really um, uh, two areas that I think um, uh, of our uh, particular importance. Uh, one concerns timing, and the second concerns discovery. So, uh, as it relates to timing, um, although the rules were uh, loosened somewhat, uh, once the commission uh, decides to bring an enforcement action, uh, and in the case of Lynn Tilden, they did a five year investigation and then brought an enforcement action Uh, under the old rules she had but four months to to defend herself Uh, under the amended rules uh, which she was not able to avail herself of it it could be as long as 10 months Um, which to some may sound like a reasonable amount of time uh, but to most people and 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 folks that have to to defend people like Ms. Tilden, uh, 10 months um, to uh, parse through what could be millions of documents um, get your thoughts together on what would be appropriate motions uh, is not a sufficient amount of time. And I think most federal judges would likely agree with that uh, and provide for a more expanded uh, schedule.
1: So, so, so just to be clear, the rules have changed. They've gotten a little bit better, but not not good enough, in your view.
2: I believe that the changes were cosmetic in nature and not substantive.
1: Rob, why is it that the SEC? can have different rules if it brings a proceeding internally with an administrative law judge versus if it brings a case in federal court?
2: Well, uh, the the rules were were properly promulgated. So one can't say that the rules themselves are uh, inherently illegal. Uh, And there are certainly uh, times when it is appropriate for a matter to proceed in an administrative setting. Uh, But the fear is that these rules are being... Uh, abused, uh, and the administrative actions are being used for matters which are um, too complex and deserving of the protections afforded in federal court.
1: Rob, are there advantages to the administrative law system? Uh, You know, people often talk about how the ALJs, as as they're known, have uh, some special expertise. Do you see that as, as, as a useful thing?
2: Uh, you know, marginal. Um, I, I, they, they do have uh, expertise, but the federal judges are, um, you know, some of the brightest jurists in the country. Uh, and securities claims are not foreign to uh, uh, to federal courts, and, and particularly in in, in in the Manhattan federal court, uh, the judges, t- to my mind, are as expert in securities laws, if not more, than any ALJ.
1: Rob, um, Ms. Tilton has been trying to litigate the a bunch of issues relating to the fairness of the SEC's process for a while now and so far hasn't hasn't been able to stop the proceedings. What happens if she loses before the ALJ? What's the procedure for her to challenge the ruling?
2: Well, she can it's essentially, you know, a two-step process. She can she can file an appeal to the commission itself, uh which statistically speaking, um uh, will not get her uh, the outcome she she hopes for assuming uh, she doesn't win a trial and at that point in time she can appeal to uh, uh, to uh, you know a federal court um, um, a circuit court and challenge uh, you know what, what she'll argue to be due process violations uh, at the trial level.
1: Rob, we only have about thirty seconds left, uh, but but t- tell me one thing that Lynn Tilton argued earlier in the case was that she should have the right to go to federal court uh, before the SEC trial went forward. Would that be a, a, a good move?
2: The, the, um, the- Challenges of that nature are, um, are typically rejected, were rejected in her case. The bottom line is that there's something called exhaustion of administrative remedies, which means put your best foot forward at the trial level, and if you exhaust all your remedies there, you can, you can appeal above.
1: We want to thank our guest, Rob Herskovitz, a lawyer uh, who represents securities industry participants in enforcement actions by the SEC. Uh, thank you so much. That's it for this edition of Bloomberg Law. We will be back tomorrow thanks to our technical director, Reginald Bazile, and our producer, David Sutterman. You can find more legal news at BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com, plus a, an invaluable website for the legal community at BigLawBusiness.com. Coming up on Bloomberg Radio, Bloomberg Markets with Carol Masser and Corey Johnson. Carol, very quickly, what are you talking about today?
0: Very quickly, Internet of Things. We've got an author of a new book. Back to you, Greg.
1: Thanks so much, Carol. That's coming up. This is Bloomberg.